All right, a couple of quick messages before we get started with today's episode of The Rise to the Top. So, I don't know about you, but I, I know there's nothing worse than having files spread out everywhere. You know what I mean? Like, something's on your laptop, something's on your iPad or tablet, something's on your phone. You know, can't we just keep it all in one place? Well, now it's super easy thanks to Go to My PC by our good friends at Citrix Online. You know, you just use the app. You can do it for your iPhone, iPad. You just download those for free if you're if you're an Apple person, and you know, or whatever it may be. It connects all your computers together, and therefore you can access your files, your email, no matter where you are. So you can try Go to My PC today. Special 45-day free trial just for Rise Nation. Visit go to mypc.com. Click the Try It Free button. Enter the promo code. Rise. And again, you can get those apps in the App Store as well if you want to go 100% mobile. And uh, this is big news. Big news is that create awesome interviews. So, you know, the complete Rise to Top system for creating, promoting, and profiting from online interviews, almost ready to rock in just a couple of weeks here. This has been one of the most highly requested things. Uh, you know, people want to know exactly how to do their own interview show online and leverage the heck out of it. We're doing everything from how to land major guests, even if you have no credibility, to how to do a non-boring interview. Every single thing is going to be included and create awesome interviews. This is the last chance to get on the VIP list, the VIP email list, which means you're going to get the best pricing, you're going to hear about it first, and you're going to get some free goodies just for VIPs. So to get on the list, all you got to do, go to createawesomeinterviews.com, and I'll see, I'll even scroll down here for you, createawesomeinterviews.com, and then just enter your email address, you're going to get a free gift, and then you're going to be on that VIP list, which is closing soon, so make sure to hop on that. And finally, I've been getting a lot of questions, you know, behind the scenes, I know a lot of you want to do your own products and you know, uh, create awesome interviews. What I'm telling you what we're building it on is something called Optimize Press, which is an easy way to create squeeze pages and sales pages, etc. Insanely easy to use and awesome. You know, you can do it yourself or you can just outsource it to a team member. You know, I, I, I do that with my web guy Brad, he does it, he just kind of customizes, it's super simple, that's what Create Awesome Interviews is built on. If you want to check that out, go to therisethetop.com slash optimize the rise top.com slash optimize and now here's today's episode and welcome to the rise to top the uh, number one non-boring business show i'm david seitman garland and you know we're always looking to learn from six and seven figure earners especially online on you know in helping you with through their stories and through their insights and their advice and today we have a little bit of a different perspective on it and and I, there's so much to learn. I'm trying to like hold it in my excitement on this one. So Dustin Marr, which you can check him out at DustinMarrFitness.com, which we will link up below, is I don't want to even call him a fitness trainer. That is not doing justification. He is really kind of the world's authority on mom fitness. Yes, mom fitness. Okay, and he has built a business that's done over half a million dollars. Okay, uh, in in last year he did over half a million dollars both online and offline in the mom fitness industry. And he, he's created some products. He's got all kinds of different things. And today we talk a lot about a lot of different things. But here are some of the keys. Number one is we discuss how he got started. So how he got started, got the first moms involved, how he started locally. He, has a, he started locally, brought things onto the internet, and also has gone back and done more local stuff. It's a very interesting story here of hustle and putting your name on the map. And a big thing we talk about is how he built his credibility and reputation 
reputation as being this guy that moms go to for fitness? How has he been on you know almost a hundred media outlets and writing for all these different places and TV and all these different things? How has he built that credibility? And we get into some very specific tips both online and offline. So hope you enjoy this. Here he is on the rise to the top, Mr. Mom, but not really. All right. Well, I, I'm already, you know, when you can combine different things that you love into one special interview with Dustin Marr today, you're in good shape. Dustin, welcome to the show, my man. Thanks for having me. I, I, I You know what? Internet marketing, fitness, moms. I like moms too. You know what I mean? All these things we get to combine today and talk about. That's pretty cool, right? Absolutely. I'm excited. All right. So as we get started here, you sent me an email. Or I'm sorry, you sent me a Facebook message, even better than an email, saying, you know, uh, you, I have an interesting story, um, you know, that I've, I've built this, this huge fitness-related business, both online and offline. Um, your mission is to help one million moms get into the best shape of their lives by the end of this year, so 2012. Oh, 2015. Oh, 2015. That was yes. a typo. I was going to say, because you better get on it. Um, and, but more importantly, and I want to start here with kind of the basics. Um, before we kind of deep dive into some things, you mentioned in that in that message, and you also did an interview on Mixergy. You're making a buttload of money with this. I mean, we're talking like five, six hundred k a year, uh, fifty, sixty percent profit margin. Tell us a little bit about the business and a little about about yourself as we get started here. Sure. So I'm 28 years old. I've had my own business now for five years as a personal trainer. My background in college was uh, kinesiology. All right. And yep. also got a Yes, yep. exercise science, and I also got a minor in business. Uh, so I knew the whole personal training model was broken. I wanted to help a lot more people than one-on-one -on -one training could allow. I knew that uh, most people could not afford a one-on-one -on -one trainer mm -hmm. for the rest of their life. And it's a really isolating thing, just having a trainer and, and not the community. So I wanted to bring all that together. I was very passionate about, close with my own mom, so I was really passionate about helping moms. I think they're the biggest decision makers in the house. They mm. transform the kids' lives. They have the biggest impact on them. Um, not necessarily their husbands. They're pretty stubborn creatures, and generally they don't uh, they don't change unless they start to see their wife really make some changes. And I think they get intimidated by the hotness of their wives changing. Yeah, yeah. They, they get on board then after that. Um, but I started with a class called Mamatone Fitness. It was for stay-at-home moms. It's a program I wish my mom had when uh, I was growing up. Mm -hmm. It's a place for moms to come together. Very affordable. We had free childcare, basically a boot camp style, total body. Training and when was this? Was this in uh, what this year? Five, we here? just celebrated five years uh, this week. Okay, so we're talking. Uh, I, I can do no math. This two thousand seven. Yes, Six? just early. Yep, early two thousand seven. Okay, so two thousand seven. You come up with the first thing, and you're saying this was an in-person thing here. Yes, this was. We we met at a gym, and I started off with five or ten moms, and I'd already been training for three years, um, and that grew to about sixty people, sixty moms, pretty quickly within the first year. And we can kind of talk about how it grew. Yep. Uh, then uh, stay-at-home or working moms wanted this program because it was, was just for stay-at-home moms, 9 o'clock in the morning-ish. So I started early morning classes, called them boot camps, fit fun boot camps, made them co-ed. Started off with one location. Within three years, that built to 10 locations. I think wow. I have, as far as I know, it's one of the largest boot camps in the country that's not franchised. Mm -hmm. and, and then from there, um, people were wanting to work out with me at home if they you know, weren't, didn't live in the Madison area. Once I started to get my online presence, which again we'll talk about, uh, so I created 28 home workout DVDs. Okay. And then my most recent thing is a book, my book that just came out called Fit Moms, Fit Moms for Life. life. Yes, <laughs> how to have endless energy to outplay your kids, and that came out about two months ago. 
All right, awesome. So I want to, because we're going to deep dive, obviously, into stuff. Everyone knows that that's what we do here. You know, I, I just probe you until you fall over. Um, but in, until we get there, I, I just, I think it's good to get this kind of base. Do you know what I mean? To kind of understand where we're coming for before sure. we go into each kind of capacity. So can I, can, let me let me give a summary, uh, if I can, and, and I want you to just fill in the blanks here, on sort of where your empire, quote unquote, has, has grown to now. You've got um, the book, right? So that, was that traditionally published? Yep. Okay, so you have a traditionally published book. Um, you've got ten locations. You just tell me that one more yeah, time. You have ten, ten locations. Ten locations within the within the Dane County area, Madison surrounding areas. Okay, so so you have ten local locations where you're doing boot camps and things like that. You've got your DVDs that you really uh, you know you sell online. Yep. Right. Um, am I missing? Some other? Or do you do still any kind of one-on-one? Or? I, do, I don't do any one-on-one. I okay. do some small group training a little bit, uh, four or five hours a week. I've had these clients for five years, so I like to do them, groups of four. Mm-hmm. The one thing I didn't mention was um, with to reach the million moms, we're creating one of my other missions is to create fourteen thousand support groups around the country. Oh wow! Just cool. one for every McDonald's in America, approximately. <laughs> I like it. Yeah, so so we've created a system where moms can kind of spread the message in their communities by doing my DVDs, reading my book, going through a program, and we're empowering these moms. So we've got about a dozen of them started right now. It's that's kind of what this year is all about is really progressing those. And I look at look at eventually turning it into some sort of franchising model too down the road, allowing trainers and other moms, stay at home moms, to start their own groups up. Um, you know, being a certified trainer. Sure. And if you were to break down the buckets of sort of the different things and the ways that you make revenue, before we even just go back into the story here, um, is it, what's kind of, how did you break it down? Like, you know what I mean? Is there an 80%, yeah. 50%, something doing 90% of the work, the other stuff's doing 10% in right. terms of just pure revenue standpoint? Yeah, yeah definitely. It's about 80% boot camps right okay. now. Yeah. So boot camps are still my main thing. Um, DVDs about a year to two years ago was a little bit higher. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was at probably about 30, 40% with DVDs, but boot camps have grown a little bit. DVDs have shrunk just a little bit, um, mainly because I just haven't been promoting them quite so hard. And then um, book sales is maybe 5, 10%. Right. We know that drill. Yeah. yeah. And then just random affiliate marketing. I do a little bit of affiliate program, you know, supplements. They bring in a few thousand each month. And has revenue grown each year since you've started? Yes. Yeah. I, I kind of topped out in June, and I'm kind of maintaining right now. I put a lot of sweat equity, I would like to call it, in the last uh, six months to 12 months traveling the world, or the country mostly, really networking. So I'm mm-hmm. hoping that that sweat equity will kind of pay off now in the next couple of years. Um, but yeah, I've, I've maintained now, but for the first five years, it grew to, I think, 200% every year, basically. All right, very cool. Okay, so that's kind of our baseline here. I want to ask one go-back-in-the-day question here, because yep. people struggle with this and it seems that you got it early on and my question is this is focusing on a very specific subset of people which is the moms right because trainers you know you could do the athletes you could do everyone I don't see enough specialization when it comes to people in the the fitness thing and we know that's important we don't need to go over why that's important we know it's important that you're now known in this space why did you decide to go with moms first of all and second of all uh, second part of that question: Did you ever think of anything else? Did you ever say, you know what, I want to? I actually just want to do, you know, basketball players or so, you know, something like right. that? And, and 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 were there any that you rejected? And why did you go with moms? Yeah, I, I yeah, actually, I taught when I was in college. This is a, a single guy's dream job. I created a class called Bikini Boot Camp, and it was for sorority girls, basically. That is and, sketchy uh, and fantastic, at the same time, <laughs> my friend. Yeah. So that was pretty fun. Um, but, you know, college students, that age girls, you know, that wasn't really my passion. Um, 
it was fun and everything, but it kind of goes back, like I said, to my mom. I'm really close with her. And back then, I really didn't know anything about business. I mean, even though I was kind of taking some business classes, looking mm -hmm. back, like, I was clueless until probably probably within the second year of starting my business, I started to study from my, my mentors, um, who have become my mentors now. And that's what really things changed. But so it was, it, was, it was not a business move by any means. It was just that, wow, I really enjoy working with moms. I connect with them, even though I'm a guy. Um, and, and another thing, too, is I wanted to, to not necessarily work in the evenings a lot. And so that, that gap for trainers between 9 and 12 uh, in the morning is a tough time to get clients a lot of times because people are working. Mm -hmm. So I also I was like, you know, this is a good time to, to fill that ah. with, with stay-at-home moms. But, again, that, that wasn't the biggest reason. The biggest reason was that my mom was a stay-at-home mom, and I just know how unselfish they are. And they just give, 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 and don't put themselves first. So I wanted to create a program that brought moms together building community. All right, awesome. So let's that leads us kind of into this sort of big topic that we're going to dive into today in a lot of different ways, and, and that is that you essentially went from an offline local product that you kind of built up, and we're going to discuss this right now, brought it kind of online, you know, if you will, yeah. and it circles back now where you're dominating locally as well because a lot of people just try to go one way or the other. You know, they, yeah. they go, I want to go local, I want to go national, I want to go online, I want to go offline. It seems that you've leveraged a lot of different ways. So let's go back to the offline. Um, mm -hmm. When you started with these boot camps, you mentioned to come back to this, and actually listen, um, <laughs> of saying, you know, how did you kind of grow that at the beginning, gain your credibility, get these moms involved, in, and talk a little bit about that, um, kind of that first cycle of the business. Well, besides all the obvious of giving great results, really caring about right. your clients, all that, um, I really focused on the media. And I've, I've been on TV, we didn't really talk about this yet, but I've been on TV about 85 to 90 times, I kind of awesome. lost count now, been on all, all major networks. So what I did was I just started um, you know, writing press releases, just like we teach, you, know, you, get, you teach everyone to write a good hook or come mm -hmm. up with a good headline. That's basically what a press release is, is coming up with something that's timely, interesting, different, unique, maybe has a, a celebrity angle on it. And I did that, and I, I created a list of about 50 different media in Madison, Wisconsin, mm -hmm. that I want to target. I focused a little bit more heavily on moms, so whether mm -hmm. it's mom producers or mom, uh, you know, anchors, new, news anchor women, right? Or like a, maybe and, like a like a morning show variety type thing yes. that they do. That morning shows every, every town has every town has one. So yeah, you know. exactly. Morning show is definitely the easiest to get on. Yeah, most times to fill. And that's what I started with. I said, hey, I got this new program called Mamatone Fitness. And here, one of the, the women had just had a, one of the news anchors had a, a kid eight months before. She was struggling to get her body back. She's like, hey, come on the show. And uh, after that first show, you know, it's important to obviously do really well on it. First show is never going to be the best, but no. you got to do okay on it at least. And then, you know, try to get back on because one time on TV is not going to really change your life at all. I, I thought it was the first time. You may get one or two clients or a few calls and emails, uh, but unless you're on Oprah or something. And, and you've got to just continually be uh, you know getting back on so continue, continue to come up with different angles to do uh, different story ideas and and that's kinda how I started I built my base from there built my reputation then I got on all the other networks which is kinda tricky to do because they a lot of times they don't like you going from one network to the next um, but getting on all three and becoming an expert on all three stations that's ideal usually those you know ABC NBC and CBS are sure. generally the biggest three Right. Uh, and then I also was able to get on public radio, uh, Wisconsin Public Radio. That turned out to be a huge thing for me. I got kicked off of it this year because they said I was plugging my products too much. But hey, that'll happen, man. That'll uh, happen. That's okay. Too bad, but yeah, so I had three years on there. I was a monthly guest. That was a huge audience, very responsive. Cool. 
So that's kind of how I started. Was and then uh, magazines, newspapers, just offering to write, become an expert in whatever field you're in. It's they're they're looking for content, so it's not mm -hmm. that hard. But you got to be proactive. You got to be consistent. Following up with them, that's the key. Okay, now couple quite I have three kind of little areas to ask questions on this specific topic when you're getting started here you mentioned that you have to have um, some kind of unique or differentiating hook um, you know something to get it at the beginning what was yours at the beginning that worked? what's an example of something that you kind of pitched that worked well maybe because it was different unique or just you know kind of cool yeah basically I mean the name of my program mama tone fitness alone is kind of unique and really there's not many programs for moms there's a lot of programs for women but not mom so much. Yeah, so you, said, niche, you went down an extra niche there. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and so I said, hey, this is a program for stay-at-home moms. We have free childcare. That's a pretty big hook right there. And it's a place where women to, can get together, connect with each other, build community, build relationships. Oh, and get a, an incredible body as well. That's mm -hmm. kind of, that was my hook. All right, cool. So, so you had kind of a hook of the unique program. Now, here's a question too that comes in. You know, this is a frequent question: is that people get media exposure? You know, they they're like, okay, I'm gonna do it. I get on, yep. and let's just assume they do a good job. Yeah. But they don't get any uh, results from it. Uh, we could call it wasted media. We could call it, you know, stupid, stupid face or whatever we want to call it. But how did you or how did you learn to do yeah. um, where you could you, you kind of mentioned that you got the boot for too much plugging on, on the one thing yeah. all right great but how did you leverage those appearances so people could follow up with you in some way um, as opposed to just they happen to catch you and they go stalk you which you know whatever yeah. it may be did you do anything specific to make sure then people would come to the boot camp or, or do something some kind of call to action how did you do that it's a great question yeah so there's a lot of different ways I've done in the past um, sometimes you gotta be careful because they don't really want you plugging things but one thing they will let you plug pretty much any time is something free. So for me, I was, okay, I was trying to get them to back to my website for some sort of free gift. Hey, come, you know, sign up on my website, go to DustinMaherFitness.com for a free week of boot camps or whatever it may be, depending sure. on the show. Um, that was that's one of the things I would do. But then also, you know, I would I would leverage that content. So if you guys go to my website at some point, you can see all my logos, you know, as seen on ABC, NBC, CBS, right? Every Social proof. One. Yeah, every single one of my, my TV shows that I could get access to, some I couldn't. You know, I put on YouTube, I put on my Facebook page, and then I, I put an embedded in my, uh, my blog. So that would, you know, then I would send that out to my newsletter. And we can definitely talk about building your list through, you know, the newsletter is the most powerful thing, in my opinion. All right, cool. Uh, yeah. All right, cool. So that makes sense. And I'm just taking notes here because I want to make sure when you mention something, you're like, that's important. We're going to go back to it for sure. Yeah. Um, the third question that I have in regards to sort of this local media barrage that you did is something that you just brought up. You said, you know, you were able to not be the exclusive on one station. You were able to get to different ones. How did you do that? You know, did you just not say anything to each other? Or what, what, how did you kind of sketchily get no. to the three yeah, stations? <laughs> they watch each other, so yeah. you can't really hide it. I mean, you can maybe get on one time secretly, but so basically, what I did was I, I started working with the one woman from uh, NBC that I started with. She she's like, "Hey, can I check out your program?" And I was like, "Yeah." And so I started tra uh, training her, and I was like, "You can get this for free if you want to." I'm like, I don't, I you know, it's a trade out or whatever. She's like, "Oh, I can't do that." She's like, "I have to pay." You. I was like, "Okay, that's fine. You can pay me." And so she was getting great results. I got you know, I helped her lose thirty pounds, and so she. At least in Madison, kind of everyone knows everyone in the mm -hmm. news world. Mm -hmm. So she was telling her friends about it, and I was asking about her. You know, I was like, "Hey, do you have any other friends?" And they just happen to be other news anchors a lot of times, or one of my clients would know a news anchor or someone in the media, and I would just contact them, say, "Hey, I've got this program. You know, come try it out for a week." 
So I ended up training, I think, seven of the news anchors oh, uh, wow. okay. on all the stations. So that, that's a big part of it. And then, and then from there, you can contact, once you get a reputation, again, depending on the industry you're in, um, you can start to try to work with the whole station. So I trained uh, nine of the nine people at one time in a boot camp. Um, all the guys, mostly guys in this one, but they would all come from uh, CBS. They'd come to my boot camps, and you know that's again easy to leverage that. That uh, they'll come, of course, to film them at some point. But try to create, um, you know, you become the expert to those people. They're all they're humans. They want to get in right. shape, you know, yep. whatever, whatever. Again, whatever topic it is, try to try to just be there to help them. All right, makes a lot of sense. So, so you do this, you do in the media, um, and and this obviously has some kind of a positive effect on your business in terms of the boot camps being able to grow. Um, is there anything else you can point to in that first phase, or should we move kind of you know towards the online world a little sure. bit? No, a couple other things. You know, I think a lot of us as you know internet marketers, if we want to call us that, we get very comfortable behind the computer and. Yeah. We just want to sit here and, and read different blog posts and, and watch watch interviews. You know, great. Interviews. Just do that. Only do that. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah. <laughs> and and we don't get out of our comfort level. Uh, so I did a lot of public speaking. I still try to do a lot of public speaking, not as much as I used to, but I would go to every mom's group. I've been to every mops, mother preschoolers group, every church group I could get to, um, anything I could find, Kiwanas, you know, whatever, and, and speak to them generally for free. Mm-hmm. And every time at the end. I would, you know, I wouldn't, wouldn't even need to bribe them, but I would get them to sign up for my newsletter. I'd mm-hmm. just say, hey, I've got this great, you know, fitness fat loss newsletter. You'll love it. Thousands of, of local people here already get it. I just put your name and email down. So everywhere I went, I got people's name and email. Okay. And that's one of the things I've done, you know, to build my list. It's not sexy or glamorous. You know, I, I've inputted or had my assistant input them by hand a lot of times, but, you know, every single person counts and you never know. Who that person is and, and what they'll be able to do, whether it's through through you know through them personally or or referring other people. Right. So it seems like your newsletter has been just some something critical. You've always been trying to draw people back to. You know, yeah. is that is that you know in terms of the internet market, whatever word we want to use to call it online. Sure. I don't know. Whatever. I don't like internet marketing either, yeah. but we use it because everyone understands it. Um, is uh, you know, did, you mentioned kind of mentors and things like that. You know. When you were starting to kind of think about the online and all these different things like that, were you just getting lucky with the way that you were drawing people to your newsletter, or did you have anyone that was helping you along the way that you learned from, or you know, kind of what got you excited about sort of the internet aspect of this as well? Yeah, Ryan Lee was my first mentor. Ah, Coach Ryan. Yes, yes, and uh, I eventually um, signed up for his like ten thousand dollar mastermind program, and he really helped me with with developing the DVD program. Mm-hmm. But I had already been doing kind of online stuff for about two years, but I read his book, and I was kind of I think. Around that time, I started my blog around four years ago, mm-hmm. and and but the big thing was that newsletter. So three times a week, sometimes even four times a week, I mail out. I mean, I have done this now for four straight years, and you know I built a good size. It's cool. it's only like seventy five hundred, but I get like a thirty over thirty percent open rate, mm-hmm. and you know it's it's cool. It's like two to three thousand people every day or every other day are reading my stuff, and I get about fifteen hundred visitors to my website a day on average. And, uh, you know, it's just really neat to think about, you know, if you look at some people's list, they have hundred thousand, you know, you have a big list and stuff and like, it can be discouraging, but I'm like, if I had 1500 people in a room, that's a lot of people yeah, that, that are right. getting a message sure. every day. Sure. And it's all, you know, and, and that, yeah, and it's, and it's a very specific list too. I mean, and that's kind of brings up a key sort of topic or, you know, here is that you were able to take this very locally. You know, and that's exactly how the rise to the top started too. You yeah, know, so we, we did a local TV show. I did a local event series. Did local media. That's it. That's how I yeah. did it. 
and then kind of brought it online. You know what I mean? Like simultaneously, but then there was also a point where it kind of was like, okay, we're going from local to, to kind of not so much local, right? right. And yep. you've kind of done the full cycle where you've gone, you know, all the way around in circles here. When you brought it then more, I don't want to say brought it, but started focusing a little bit more outside um, just Madison, yep. you know, did that present any challenges then with the newsletter because it was all local people? What, like, how did you start to kind of move that brand a little bit from like Dustin, local mom dude, to yeah. Dustin, not local mom dude? Right. No, that's a great question. Before I even answer that, one of my challenges because I my local list does have guys in it. I mean, there's ah, probably like those guys always screwing stuff up. Yeah. <laughs> there's probably about ten percent that read my newsletter, and I, I was writing my blog, writing my newsletter, like speaking mostly to women, but still throwing in guys that in there you know, guy lingo or whatever. And I was just like, you know what? I got to stop that. Like that's watering down my message. And so there's still a lot of guys that read my stuff and it's, it's, it still applies to them most mm -hmm. of it. Um, but I'm, I'm staying true to who I, who I'm speaking to. So that's a big thing. And then, um, you know, if I did local promotions, of course I can split my list up with Aweber. I can use, yep. um, geo targeting through IP addresses. So I can still kind of segment it that way. But most of my newsletters and blog posts are generic. And then I just put links in there, say, hey, here's my DVD, or hey, if you're in the Madison area, click here for, for my boot camps or whatever. Mm -hmm. um, so I still send some stuff out nationally that, that's local targeted, but I always have a broad appeal with it as well. Okay, that makes sense. So let's let's shift gears a little bit more towards the online, yep. right? So you're learning from Coach Ryan Lee. You, you launch products. I don't even want to focus necessarily on the products because we've done a lot of focusing on that lately on different things. I sure. want to talk because what I, it seems that you've really mastered here is kind of building reputation, building credibility, building great relationships with people. You're doing all this stuff online and offline, and I think that's just something you know we can all learn a lot from. So you, you know, offline, you're doing the media. You were doing the speaking. Um, you know, you were you were you were leveraging people back to your email list. You were making money and and helping people through the boot camps. Talk about now a little bit online. You know, whether whether it's via social media or whatever you sure. were doing. How did you continue sort of getting your message out there and, and just continuing to build um, in the online world? And when did you start really focusing a little bit more on that as well? Yeah, so it was about three years ago when I launched my DVDs, and that's kind of around the time that I started to, to put more emphasis on the, the national. Mm -hmm. um, so to leverage and how to kind of build my brand, you know, I've already mentioned putting your logos the, of where you've been seen before, putting up social some, proof. Yep. Yeah, putting your media up there. And then I think the big thing on my TV show is just what every time I bring one of my clients in and show their transformation. So if you guys are in the financial space or something, you know how to make mm -hmm. money, showing your client successes are, are so huge. And the more of those you can have in different avenues, whether it's video, whether it's audio, whether it's text with pictures, you know, really mixing it up and just barrage, you know, just throwing so much social proof at you. Mm -hmm. you know, that's important. Um, Facebook has definitely been a big thing. If you guys see my, my, my website, I can't go into all the details of how I did this, but my, my Facebook page has 151,000 moms on it right now. Does it really? Yeah, it does. We so, can't go into the details. We got to talk a little bit about that. Yeah, you can't we can talk throw, a little bit. You can't, I, just I, throw, you can't just throw that out there and then and then throw a blanket on it okay, and then we so all go the, take the a nap in the why, corner. The reason why I can't disclose it all is I signed I signed something. So Nick Peel helped me out. He was formerly Mr. FBX. Okay. Um, and and basically, I what's bought he in prison now or something. I don't know. <laughs> Did you say? I said, "What's he in prison now or something?" We can't talk. I don't know. I don't know. It was an ugly breakup between him and his business partner. But, okay. All right. Um, yeah. So joke. so basically. I started the website by sending, I was able to get some really cheap likes to it, clicks, mm -hmm. sending advertising. 
I'll, I'll say that. I spent about $3,700 to build that up to about 80,000 people within two weeks. And then from what? there... It's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. And then it's ridiculous. There, I know Facebook, man. You're not putting this over, man. This is, that's ridiculous. But all right, go so I was ahead. Getting about, I was getting about two cent likes. Okay. Uh, on average. This is about six months ago. Okay. I just tried it again recently. It's about 10 cent likes now. So it's Okay. Little, well, now you're just going through the roof. Yeah. Okay. So what I did was, um, if you guys want to sign up for I Love, it's facebook.com slash I really love being a mom. Or if okay. you just go to my website. I'm going to, I'll make sure to link that up in the show notes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So you can, now you can see how, what I do on that website. My assistant does it all for me, but we're getting crazy. We're getting 800 to a thousand likes a day right now. Wow. I, by the, we're not paying for advertising anymore by the content we're putting up there. Mm-hmm. Now I'm still working on monetizing it. I, I'm, I'm monetizing about 50 to a hundred dollars a day right now through some CPA offers, but a lot of moms don't like that. So if they actually, if anybody's watching this and, and have some good monetization strategies, I'd love to hear them. Um, I know way too many people that are going to be freaking the crap out when they hear the amount of people <laughs> that you have on there and that you're making that. They're going to be like, trust me, you're going to get some people coming to help you. I'm, I'm, I, and that's a good thing. So I appreciate I, it. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, but it's built my credibility up. And uh-huh. now what I've been able to do now, um, moving on to the online thing, is now approach a lot of mom, whether mom blog websites, just women-based community sites, and, and offer to give content, interviews, maybe giveaways. Uh, whatever it may be, and I casually throw out, oh yeah, my Facebook page has 151,000 you know moms on it from America. They're basically all American. And I'll share and I'll share whatever I do on there. Right? Yeah, I'll, I'll put you know, or I'll even like if it's a bigger one, I'll say, hey, I'll promote you right now, or just check out. I just I just gave you a shout out, you know, on on the page, and so that's helped a lot too. Um, I'm still again figuring out how to monetize it, but from a credibility standpoint, that's huge. Because a lot of these websites that are massive out there that have you know million moms on them, they might have fifty thousand on their Facebook page. Um, so anything you can do to create that credibility through social media. Now I haven't really focused on Twitter, so mm-hmm. I don't really have much for a Twitter presence. Sure. But if you guys have a good Twitter presence, you know, just things like that can can add, you know, LinkedIn building the credibility up, um, and then just approaching other people. I've just started to join ventures now. That's something I'm in the baby stages of, but mm-hmm. I really want to do a lot more of. And what, and what do you mean by that? Give it, give it kind of an example so of some. More yeah. so, more so where where I, you know, give a percentage of my DVD, like fifty percent of my DVDs, and so they can promote them through their websites, through webinars, and different things, and mm-hmm. and then we split the revenue on it. I've done some affiliate promotions where where uh, I per, you know, I promote one of their products, and it goes pretty well. But you got to really make sure that you're not diluting your list. I call right. it, you and know. the product doesn't suck. Yep. Yeah, exactly. Or whoring out your list is another way I've, I've heard it put. Right, just where everyone trades stuff, and you know, there's yeah. a lot of people that are anti-syndicate now. You know. Yes, yeah. So I'm, I'm sort of, I'm, I'm on the border of it. So I got to be careful with, with who I align myself with, even if it's a great product. Sure. And now he, here's kind of the big question that I have, and I, and I think a lot of people skip this and, and they don't think about this, and I think it's important, um, specifically for what you're doing as well, is that people, some people start locally, some people just start on the internet. That's fine. Right, you know, uh, we both started locally, yeah, and and I, and I can attest to that being a great way to start. You know, I mean, it really was. Yeah. But what ends up happening a lot of times is you start local, uh, you go quote unquote global or international, whatever it may be, and then that's kind of it for local. Right. You know what I mean? Like, I got to be honest, that was sort of me. Do you know yeah. what I mean? Like, like meaning meaning like right now I focus not necessarily on on things specifically in St. Louis where I'm from. You don't. Uh, meaning, uh, meaning, you you kind of circle this together. You still have you you still do, talk a little bit about that because I think that's that's something that is often overlooked. Is that is that opportunity in the local market? Yeah, it's a great point. You know, 
I kind of my gurus that now that I, I work with, uh, Bedros Koulian, Chris McCombs, uh, there's a few in the fitness industry mm -hmm. that help with uh, building my fit, fitness business. You know, they, they always preach about, you know, have 10 locations, you don't work at all, you just sit back and see the money come in. You know, that's what a lot of these gurus kind of teach. And it's like, and I've seen some people do that, some of my friends, you know, and, and they get, they, you know, I still get up at 4.30 every morning to go teach at 5.30. Um, I do that five days a week. I don't have to, of course, but I do. And I see some of my friends who are now getting up at 10 o'clock in the morning. They're, you know, spending their time on their computer the whole day. They're getting fat. They're getting unmotivated. I, I, I need to see, like, people. I'm a people person. Right. And you need that social aspect. I got Absolutely. You. And so I always want to, even, like, getting hundreds of testimonials of people me transforming their lives through DVDs and through my blog and stuff is great, but it's still not seeing those people, you know, every day or every other day. And for me, I need that. And I think no matter how much money I make, I'm still going to be in front of people a few hours a week at least just to, to keep that going. But, you know, and still, it's still about 80, 75, 80% of my business. So I, I could make it right now online just fine um, mm -hmm. without doing my boot camps, but it's still my main source of income. It's still, you know, where I get a lot of referrals from because, you know, everyone's got parents fa or family that are not around here and so they refer you know their their friends family loved ones to my site to sign up for my newsletter to get my DVDs whatever it may be my book mm -hmm. um, so I still think having a strong local base is very important until you get you know very big and then mm -hmm. I still would want it but uh, you gotta really be confident because it's always easy I think in my opinion it's easier to make money offline where you can see people it's just mm -hmm. easier to build that connection with someone face to face than, than online and I know that's not maybe the greatest PC thing to say when we're talking about internet marketing online, but I just think it's, it's simpler. You can build that trust easier that way, but then once you can build that trust and convey that offline trust online, more people will be likely to trust you online. Yeah, no, I, it's a great point. I mean, I, I'm, I am one never to argue against nothing beats face-to-face. Do you know what I mean? I am never going to argue against that ever again. You know, the, of course, it's highly leveraged online, but it's, it seems that people that are very successful or that are social people too, meaning right. like they like to be out among, if they're not, if you don't like to be, that's a whole other story. That's a whole yeah. other problem we're not going to diagnose right here. But let's right. just assume you're out there and you like to be a people person. You like to kind of be out there. You know, you're going to struggle if you just try to do it 100%, because, yeah, you know? Exactly. If you're going to go 100% online like that, I mean, you got to be good at pay-per-click or you got to be an right. incredible copywriter, uh, you know, something like that. that you're going to have to be, have a really good specific skill that, that lends yourself to online. I mean, I don't think I'm a phenomenal copywriter. I'm, I've never really done, I've tested out some paper click and stuff, but you got to have, you know, sp some specific skill sets um, if you're not social. Mm -hmm. And what do you think's your best skill set when it comes to this entire brand? You know, is it, is it uh, you know, being able to quantify, you know, big concepts and make them very actionable? Is it that you just are able to get people's asses moving? Like, like what, <laughs> what, what kind of is your specific if you're like, this is what I'm pretty good at? Right. Well, I know this is going to air after uh, after Underground, which I'm speaking yes, at. Yes, we're hanging and, out. Yes. Yeah. So the pre-day event that I got invited to for all like the Maverick members, they're going to be talking about um, three different topics. One of them is called Likeonomics. Yep. And I, I I never heard that word before, but basically likeability. Mm -hmm. And I think that's what I, I do the best at. You know, I can meet someone in person and try. You know, I think within that first couple of seconds, build a, a rapport with them. Mm -hmm. and I think mm -hmm. that's carry on online. Um, I get so many, you know, emails from people saying, "I just, you just seem real." I think that's that's a big thing, you know, being transparent, being honest, you know, talking about your struggles, not just your successes, mm -hmm. and and I think just 
that is really relating to people. I think that's the biggest skill set I have, and then communicating that through videos, um, through through articles, through social proof, letting other people share their stories, um, all of that. So I think being likable and then empowering them to take action. And, and do you believe. think? And do you think something like that? You know, both the empowering to take action and the likability factor, right? Do you think that's something? And obviously, it can be changed a little bit. It's kind of a nature nurture thing. Uh, do you think that's something that you were just like, listen, I was born with this ability, and so I'm going to go with that. I'm not good at some other things, so I'm going to not. I'm not going to yeah. focus on those. But I know that I'm I'm decent at this, so I'm going to go with it. Or was it something that you kind of consciously improved and learned on? It was definitely developed, I would say, and really? that kind of goes huh. along with confidence. I would say, you know, I did not have much confidence. I I share a few funny stories in my blog, which I'm not going to take the time for, like my prom date story and stuff, but you can search for prom on my website. Uh, I will right after this, my friend. Yeah. So <laughs> I, 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 saw, I, I didn't suffer from depression or anything, but you know, low confidence level for yep. sure in high school. And, and so when I got into college, even early college, you know, and, and so I, I slowly developed that through just you know, self-image things and, and, and to build the confidence up to the point where I think I was more likable. You know, I've always been a nice person, I Did guess. Did you do anything but, consciously to do that? Sorry to interrupt there, but yeah, just, no, I think fine. this is an interesting I, topic because to do the things that you're doing right now, you have to have some confidence and you have to be out there and you have to be likable. And I was just curious because I know there's people that might be thinking there are there ways that you can sure. you know, help, yeah, help with that a little bit. I've, I mean, I've read so many books. You know, books are, are great and stuff, but I'm trying to think if there's like a specific tip I can share. Um, That's a tip itself that yeah, you actually, just, you actually I, I read paid about attention a, to it. <laughs> I, I read about a book a week at least. Uh, I'm, I'm a big reader or listener of, of seminars. Man, I, I would say confidence also helps when you start to see success, mm -hmm. you know, whether you get your first sale online or when you help that first person lose 10 pounds. Um, that really helps build confidence up, celebrating those small successes. I think just being observant of how, how people interact with you or how you interact with them and how they, they handle that response. You know, I've, I've really tried to study now people's body language and their kind of their mood and, and how they, you know, how they interact and stuff and try to tweak things. So just kind of being observant and aware and just being positive. I mean, that's a big one. And it's, it's trying to just keep negativity out. And if there is something that's negative, trying to turn it into a positive. And people are really attracted to that because our society is so negative as a whole. Oh, I can't, I can't agree more on that. I hate the negabots. Don't even get me started on that. <laughs> it's going to get me the people that, you know, when it's 76 and sunny, they're complaining it's not 77. It's just, it's just insane. Right. Now, yeah. And that's a great point. And, you know, I, I, I actually want to shift gears here for yeah. sort of the, uh, the final section of our interview here today. I want to talk about the book and I want to talk about not necessarily the content for a second here, but I want to talk about the little kind of story behind it. Um, you know, one, how did the book deal happen? Mm -hmm. And also, why did you decide to go with this specific medium? Because we all know, with the exception of zero 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 one zero 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 one percent of authors, yeah. books aren't money makers. They're, they do other things, but they're not money makers. So, so tell us a about about the backstory and why you wanted to do this. Sure. I mean, I've been affected by books, like I just mentioned. I'm a huge book reader myself, and I was an awful writer um, growing up. I almost failed like English class in eleventh grade. I just remember my. English teachers saying, Dustin, just keep writing, you know, and here I do this blog now three times a week. Uh, but truthfully, the, the book itself, I, I tried writing for a couple of years, wasn't getting it all together, so I hired one of my clients to kind of ghostwrite it with me. Oh, perfect. And, yeah, again, so, knowing, again, knowing your, your skill set. So what we did was, yeah, absolutely. So I had kind of all the chapters broken down, all the mm -hmm. subtitles, subheadings. Uh, I wrote questions out for everything, and then she interviewed me for seven hours, and we transcribed that, and that became the basis of the book. 
So that's a really good way to write a book quickly. Oh, that's awesome. Um, I, I w I've been networking for a couple of years now with just you know agents and, and different publishers. And so I went with uh, Morgan James Publishing, which is kind of like an entrepreneurial-based publisher. Mm -hmm. Brendan Bouchard just did it with yep. uh, with his latest book. Um, and Millionaire Messenger. Yeah, Millionaire Messenger. I went with it because I still retain rights to the book, um, but they're a New York publisher. So that was important to me. And uh, so basically, why did I do it? Uh, besides, you know, just thinking it's cool to be an author. Sure. No, 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 hey, there's, people, no, there's nothing wrong about doing stuff because right. it's cool, man. There's nothing wrong with that. <laughs> a lot of, you know, a lot of people have been requesting it. Um, getting, you know, my blog is great, but getting everything into one place is important because the blog just got like, I've got 400, I think 500 posts now, 500 mm -hmm. blog posts, just kind of everywhere. So putting it down to a system and then, you know, in the book, I, I soft promote a lot of stuff in there. In the back of my book, I have all my DVDs. Gotcha. Um, I, I send them back to my website a lot of different times. I give bonuses like four, like ninety-seven dollars worth of bonuses if they, you know, go to a secret page, just get some on my newsletter list. So it's a lead generator, credibility. It's very mm -hmm. powerful. The author of, um, it also really promotes my message of of getting these reaching these million moms, creating your own Fit Mom for Life community group. That's kind of like the end of it. Is all right now. You got this book. You you've got the information. This is all you need to get started. Now share that message with other people. Uh, so it's kind of all all the cool. above, but yeah. Awesome, and, and, and congrats on that, by the way. Yeah. And before we, before we give some links up and, and wrap up here, and Dustin, it's been awesome today, I want to ask kind of uh, my big sort of ending question here. And that is, you know, a lot of people see the success you've had now, you know, it, it, you know with the revenue in the hundreds and hundreds of thousands and the 10 locations and all these different things that you've done. If you were to go back and there was someone that was sort of um, in your space now, Mm -hmm. Right, they're like the mini Dustin of tomorrow, you know. And they're like, "Hey, give me some, give me some advice, or you know, I want to do kind of what you've done, and I, I want to learn from you a little bit." What would you say to young Dustin or Dustina uh, that's <laughs> that's sitting there and saying, "You know, I want to do this in my way, but I, I want to know what I could do and some mistakes to avoid or anything like that." Yeah, that's a great question. So I would say find a few mentors that you think are in your space that you can relate to that have done what you want to do. I think that's a huge thing. Um, you know, listening to you know podcasts like this. Uh, you call it a podcast? I, I don't. You know, I don't love that term. Yeah. We actually had an entire show debating that with someone. I don't love it. I like I, I like web show or web TV show. I like that or, too. Yeah. Yeah. So so watching a show like this and maybe a couple others, but I see some people like they have like fifteen or twenty different newsletters they read, and you can just read those all day and not take action. So I think you know studying maybe an hour ish a day, um, and then taking action five or six or seven hours a day is very important. Uh, traveling to different events I think is huge. Whatever your arena is that your your topic is, you know, finding whether it's I don't know what trade shows necessarily, but just conferences, conventions, getting right. around other people face to face. I, I mean, I've done I've gone in the last four years done over thirty conferences. Oh, there you I've go. Been, I've been in five mastermind groups. I've spent I think I think I figured seventy five thousand dollars just on coaches over the last two and a half years. Um, I'd say hire a coach if you can afford it. Mm -hmm. I wouldn't necessarily, some of the coaches, gurus might disagree with this, but don't take out a loan or don't you know, rack up credit card debt. I don't think that's right. Um, but you know, if you have the money, I remember the first 10000 I paid when I hired Ryan Lee, hurt a lot. I was like, oh, it's like half my savings. Um, but then the second time, he helped me make 10000 a month just off my DVD program within four months. There and you go. Then, and then I hired Bedros, which is another 10000 for the year. And that one I didn't even really feel. It wasn't bad. And I'm in part of some $25,000 groups, um, which just, just elevates the level of, of the people you're playing with. And, that, and that, it seems to be that, yeah, and there's a fear factor there that I, I hear people that are scared to invest in themselves, and it should be the other way around. 
You know yeah, what I mean? It really absolutely. should be. You should be scared not to do it because that's that's one of the things that I, I I'm so glad that you mentioned that because I just see that mistake happening over and you ask successful people like yourself and I you know I talked to hundreds and hundreds yeah. of, of people you know more often than not they had that scary moment. Do you know what I mean? Where they, I don't care if it was a hundred bucks or a hundred thousand dollars. I don't care what the moment was. They they have some moment where they like, I had to invest in like some help and 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 but guess what? You combine the different things that you just talked about: action taking, you know, studying and then doing, you yeah. know, and moving forward. Those are, I mean, what those what those groups? Yeah, what those groups do? I call it buying your friends. Basically, I mean, it, it automatically puts you into another level. Mm-hmm. And what it's pretty cool now. The people who I kind of see as my kind of gurus or mentors. I am now putting those people together, like from one side to another, introducing them together. Sweet. And it's yeah. really cool how that's happened over the last few years. And as long as like they need they need you, just like I need clients to have great success stories, I need them to lose weight, feel great. These these people, you know, that you hire, they need success stories. So as long as you can make them look good, you know, give them testimonials, thank them, they're gonna promote you, they're gonna hook you up, they're gonna take care of you really well. That's kinda how I just spoke at you know underground. That's why. because um, I my men, you know, I, I made my mentors look good, and, and they told Yannick about it. Right. So perfect. Um, that's a, that's a big tip, I would say. And then, um, getting out of your comfort level, you know, whether that's something online or I think offline, you know, speaking. I think I think speaking, writing, um, and learning sales. Those are the three things. You know, persuasive writing. Those are the biggest things that you need to learn um, to be successful online or offline. And just just hustle work. You know, if if something's not working, change it up. Don't get in love with one thing, um, and and you know try different things. And if something starts to work, stick with it. A lot of times we we try something that works for a while, and we just go away from it for whatever reason because we see the next shiny object. And I think you know not falling in love with technology or the newest technology, just doing something. Um, that's that's a big thing that a lot of people they just go from one thing to the next. They buy one program, they get another program, they get overwhelmed. They don't do anything. All right, awesome. Well, there it is. There's there's your next book, by the way. It was, it was just uh, Dustin go. Dustin's full MBA <laughs> program in five minutes. So, all right. Well, Dustin, this was awesome today. Thank you so much for coming on. Thanks for having um, me. I want to make sure we give people links um, so they can check out everything. First of all, Fit Fit Moms for Life. We're gonna link that up below. Uh, that's on Amazon. So I, I will get I will get you have it on Amazon, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah affiliate. So I'll get an affiliate. I'll get like go. seven cents, I think, yep. if you get it, something like that. Um, so buy five million of those. So we're going to have Fit Moms for Life on there. Uh, your website, uh, uh, we're going to link up below. Um, is there anything else we want to make sure uh, that you can repeat out loud on your website? Just just give us one more time. Just Dust, the URL. Yeah, Dustin, D-U-S-T-I-N-M-A-H-E-R, MaherFitness.com. If you want to sign up for my newsletter, you can get great fitness information as well as see how I market. All right, perfect. Well, Dustin, this has been awesome, man. Thanks for coming on. Thank you. This was Justin Mara on the rise to the top. All that stuff is linked up below. I will see you next time. I'm David Seitman Garland. And remember, if you want some fluff, you know what to do. Go pet a bunny. And one more quick reminder, if you want to check out GoToMyPC, access your files anywhere. Thanks to our good friends at Citrix Online. Visit GoToMyPC.com. Click the Try It Free button under the promo code RISE for 45-day free trial just for RISE Nation. And last chance to get on the VIP list for Create Awesome Interviews. That's at Create Awesome Interviews. Dot com And all the links, by the way, always on the show notes on the rise to the top dot com. And finally, if you want to check out Optimize Press, great way to make your sales pages and your offer pages and your squeeze pages. It's what we're using for Create Awesome Interviews. Really, really cool, easy to use for WordPress. So you just go to opti- uh, I'm sorry, the rise to the top dot com slash optimize. The rise to the top dot com slash optimize.